This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour. We're with Casper and Cheryl Stockham, who are Christian marriage coaches. New book out, Divorce Proofing in Your Marriage, How Anyone Can Build Their Relationship Using This Love Building Blueprint. All right, we've got the foundation laid. We understand the importance of male attributes in marriage, female attributes in marriage, of the notion of serving each other, of being Christ-like, of being filled with the fruits of the Spirit. This is all in their book. We're going to get to chapter five now. Overcoming three mistakes women make in relationships. All right, Cheryl, what are the three mistakes that women tend to make in relationships? Oh, one we've already talked about, Jeff, and that's that word submit, because we don't fully understand what it means. And if we don't, and if there, there's no respect for the husband, then it makes harder for the wife to want to, to submit. If the husband isn't giving that love that the wife needs, then it makes it hard for her to reciprocate respect back to him. So respect is one. The other one, oh man. Our tongues tongues and attitude. Yes. The other one is our mouths, what we say. And Jeff, you know, we women are quick. Not to put men down, but we are quick and we can run circles. And once you push those right combination of buttons, we have a whole lot to say about a whole lot of things, especially if we're wounded or hurt in any way. So our tongues, and even the Bible warns us about our tongues, what we say. And the tongue, the Bible says, is, is sharp. It it's, um, it's, can be very detrimental. and It can be very hurting. So women must be mindful of what they say, how they say it, which leads to the attitude that we have. Because you can say things even in a, what may appear to be the right way, but if your attitude is not right and the way that you say it, you, your anger, your frustration is coming through, it's that old adage is not so much what we say, but how we say it. Yeah, and then putting children, career, and others before our spouse. That, yeah. That's a really interesting one. And this is particularly interesting among younger generations. So what is the mistake of putting children, career, or others before a spouse? Why put the spouse first? Why is that so important? When it comes to the marriage and the alignment, in order for the children to be loved, to be taken care of, to be safe and secure, mom and dad has got to be solid. And we have so many examples all over the world, various different varieties of situations where children who are now adult children who were born into marriages and relationships where mom and dad weren't solid. And they end up being, we have words like we use like broken home and a toxic relationships. These words come from that type of environment where Mom and dad weren't silent. They weren't really loving and caring and taking care of each other. Therefore, it made it hard for them to provide that security and that love and that care for the children because they were always fighting and bickering. They, Mom and dad, that marriage is the foundation. So you have to have a solid foundation in order to build upon. So in order to have strong, healthy children, you, mom and dad, they need to, they need to come from a, a home with a solid foundation. So that's why you want to put the spouses must be together first before 
the children. That way the children are, are cradled in love and kindness and they're nurtured and they're, they're taught respect and the whole gamut uh, of the fruit of the spirit. That's why the parents, the marriage needs to be first, the spouses need to be first so that they can provide the best for the children. Yeah, in today's society, uh, Jeff, we have a lot of blended families. In fact, this is such a problem. We even devoted a chapter to blended families because if two adult people get together and they each have children, now you've got that you know that blended family dynamic, and now one spouse is kind of being the referee for for her children, and he's trying to be the referee for his children. But the children just want a safe and secure environment, you know, and if the if the spouses come together and say, look, we are a united front now. I know we ha- our children are from different marriages or whatever, but we are a united front. And the more solid we are together, then the more ha- happy and healthy the children will be as well. Remember that I have noticed, uh, particularly among this next generation of young women, I think they've kind of seen through the facade of devoting your entire life to a career, um, uh, especially the young women at, at the campus of Colorado Christian University. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is an attorney. There's absolutely nothing wrong with pursuing a, a career, but I've noticed that the generation that's coming up now, the Gen Z has seen those advancements that have taken place in the workforce and stuff like that, which aren't bad by any means, but they've kind of gone, you know, I've, I'm not sure I want to be working 40 hours a week. Right. The idea of of devoting time to my family and to my children, that's a good, noble thing to be doing. And so uh, it seems to be kind of balancing itself out, which I appreciate. But Casper, uh, I want to get to the men now. All right. The three mistakes that the dudes are making. <laughs> Number one, not honoring the marriage and our partners. What's that about? Yeah. So um, it's... It's funny because I'll be out with the guys, if you will, and a lot of time, not a lot of times, but every once in a while, a guy will be talking about his spouse and and not in a positive light. You know, I try to make sure I never speak about my wife in a in derogatory manner. You're like my old lady or those kind of things. We have to be careful of our language. You know, the Bible talks about the power of our words and stuff, you know, hung by the tongue, if you will. We have to make sure that what we are saying is positive. We, we are feeding uh, um, positive uh, words and vibrations out there and not um, speaking down about our spouse. So not honoring our partner, making sure that none of our male friend, friends, if I'm a guy, none of my male friends uh, um, think that I don't respect my wife to the utmost and make sure that they don't disrespect her either. So just making sure that that honor is there. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Mistake number two, getting out of an alignment with God. Yeah. So I spoke about this earlier. If a guy is not equally yoked with his spouse, let's say the the wife is going to church all the time and she's really involved with church and he's kind of lukewarm to it. He doesn't really go or he goes sometimes and kind of sits in the back and, and so forth. He's not really plugged in to the word. Um, that's a challenge. And it also causes a rift between the spouses because now she has to take her her focus and attention off of God in order just to pay attention to what her husband is doing. So the mistake is, is not being in alignment. And we spoke about this already, you know, not being in that alignment with God so that now it makes it easy for my spouse to see me because I am in alignment with God. She knows that I'm not going to be out at all hours of the night, who knows where doing, who knows what. 
she knows that um, if I'm um, if I'm going to be late coming home, I call and let her know that I'm going to be late or I'm heading home or something like that. You know, you're just making sure that you're in alignment, you're doing the right things, you're saying the right things, and you're around the right people. So mistake number three, Jeff, is not providing for their families and themselves. And I have a um, podcast that I did, a podcast series called Mastering Adam. And we talked about the biblical role of Adam in the garden. And before Eve even showed up, God said for Adam to work. His, his first command was to work. In today's society, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, a lot of men or young men, especially, you know, they're kind of not wanting to take on that role of being the provider for the family. And it, it doesn't mean they have to be always making the most money because, you know, spouse may have a really great job to where they're making most of the money, but you still have to be in that alignment. Yeah. You still have to be the male in the home that's making sure things are running smoothly and not in a commanding sort of sort of way, but in a, in a nurturing way. So really it's my responsibility to make sure the house is running smoothly. The laundry is getting done, it's clean the house and so forth. Now it's great if you have a spouse that is a helpmate that helps with those things. But at the end of the day, the responsibility for all that is mine as the head of the household. Cheryl, how important is it for the man to be able to provide from a woman's perspective, um, to provide financially for the family? Jeff, it is extremely important wholeheartedly. Like, like Casper mentioned, it's not necessarily that he has to make the most money, but that he is one who has the mindset of, I'm going to work. I am going to get in there. If I have to work two jobs, I'm going to work two jobs to make sure that my family is provided for and taken care of. If I have to work one job and run a business or two jobs and run a little side business, I'm going to do what it takes. And women appreciate that. It's not so much how much he makes, it's that he's willing to go out and do what it takes to get the job. Women like security. So when a woman has a man that she doesn't have to worry about, or she doesn't have to motivate or coast him to get a job and go to work and, and help pay the bills, when that's happening automatically, that's, that's peace in a woman's heart. I remember when we were dating Jeff, and that was one of the questions I asked Casper. I said, if something happened and we lost our jobs or you lost your job, what would you do? Are you the man who's just going to sit at home and wait for me to go out and find a job or for me to work two jobs and you stay at home? And that scenario could be different too, Jeff. If he's at home and he's raising and taking care of the children while she's taking, you know, maybe working, that that's a different scenario that could also work. But for, I guess what I'm talking about is laziness where I have no, a man has no motivation, no encouragement, and he's just staying at home. And for women, that just, that leads us to the question is, well, why do we need you? You don't do anything. <laughs> you don't need a, a another child around. That's for sure. Right. Uh, right. We're talking with Casper and Cheryl Stockham, who are Christian marriage coaches and author of the new book, Divorce Proofing Your Marriage, How Anyone Can Build Their Relationship Using This Love Building Blueprint. All right. When we return from these messages, it's a new year. Let's talk about this love building blueprint. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back. 